Hello and welcome to Henry Kissinger is Pokemon going to die, not a threat. Just a fact. <laughs> I am your host, Alex, aka Jeff Benzos. I'm Brooks, aka the desert of the really good looking. I'm Linus, aka <laughs> uh, Mark Fuckerberg. I, I was going to do think of something more funny, but I didn't. <laughs> That's all right. Um, so today... It looks like we have a pretty Trump-heavy episode. Um, the National Lampoon went on a European vacation. <laughs> so, obviously, quite close to me, uh, Trump stop up, uh, stopped off in London and was greeted to the biggest uh, protest in 15 years. Really? Sometimes it's just like That's that. How, like, it was that big? Mm. So, there, I think there was, like, 250,000 people. It was huge. Unfortunately... I didn't get to go because of reasons, um, but a couple of my friends did, and the next day, so like the day after, I had a play, so I sort of had to rest my voice yeah, and my body. That. Yeah, me as well. See, extra problem. One Thank time you. in the in the middle of the run of Macbeth, I had the worst like cold I've ever had, and I had zero voice outside of like being on stage saying lines. So in the back, I was like gargling with salt water and drinking honey lemon tea and shit. I was like barely hanging on. Plays are hard. I mean, but they didn't have to mic me. So, uh, nah, me neither. I projected in that bitch. Yeah. yeah. One time when uh, I was in second grade, and- I had to be in a school play, and it was about the Constitution, and we all had to read a different amendment, and I had to memorize the entire <laughs> Second Amendment, and I nailed it. But um, I'm so just I've, picturing also- that you as like Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes because he has to do like pretty much the exact same thing in yeah, the storyline in Calvin. <laughs> um. So yeah. So unfortunately, I didn't get to go, but I definitely witnessed just the sheer joy well not joy it was anger everyone in my city and in my country was real fucking angry that trump was here to the point that they funded a giant inflatable baby blip did you see it did you get to see it i didn't get to see it in person but it's glorious i have Uh, a sort of i mean i just to sort of um play the devil's abdicate I think there's, is there any way that you could tell that it was actually a protest? Like, because for, unless you really go around and ask people, like the, people could have been protesting like the royal wedding or the royal baby. The royal wedding was, the royal wedding was in May. Yeah, but I bet there were, I bet there were a lot of people out there. I definitely have like <laughs> seen like an article that was like about this, like, hey, uh, they counted like people who def who were probably just out because they were having a day. So like, yeah, that that is a thing. Maybe that comes it was just up a nice protests. day. Yeah, and like some people, yeah. when there's a protest, they just show up because like something's going on. Like if I'm walking down the street and there's like some people yelling and holding signs, I'm like, oh, I'll check out what's going on here. I'll check this. Maybe out. they were maybe they were just mad about the the big game of the World Cup and England not doing it. I heard that there were riots. That's true. Like, th- there were, like, they had to bust out, like, water, uh, like, hoses and shit because, well, obviously because riot police and also because, like, they had, that's how hard they partied in France. Yeah, I, I had the fucking, 
So the actual protest, I mean, I think that's the thing that happens with like every protest is you need to, I mean, there are people who just join in because they want to either start pretty much just start trouble or just, you know, join in, whatever, it's fun. But it was definitely very organized and uh, very point, I think everyone knew. So the blimp flew with the protesters as they marched like through the central of the city. And I believe Trump said that he didn't feel welcome. Which, funnily enough, well, I mean, I don't know what happened. I don't know why you wouldn't feel welcome. (laughs) What happened to that uh, British? Yeah, uh, what happened? You know, chivalry. Take them out for an old tea time by the Tower of London. (laughs) Stiff upper lip, you know. I don't know what accent that was. I don't know what that was. Take him on. Um, t- put Donald Trump on one of those local tours that's like Hogwarts, and it's like you can go see all the Harry Potter <laughs> yeah. locations. He'd love that shit. Put Trump in Game <laughs> of Thrones. Funny. Like, well, have him play, f- I don't know, one of the Manderleys or some shit. Because he's fat. He, he's, <laughs> how dare he say right. Don't. He doesn't deserve to be <laughs> oh one of the Manderleys. Um, I think, like, because I... One of the things that was kind of funny for me, I don't think it really counts as like super political, is as you know, we're all avid players of HQ. Mm-hmm. I like joined in to the game the same day and it was like, Drake was in London filming a video. That's cool. Which hey. w- wasn't really the news we wanted, but it, he was like on the top of a double decker bus or something going through London. You know, you've seen and I think movies. That's what- yeah, I see movies. Um, I don't live here. I've never been on a double decker bus, but I think <laughs> we should have done that to Trump. We <laughs> how, how many? They're how many, too tall, or I'm too tall. How many British things are there that like only exist in movies? Because I thought double decker buses was one of them. It's like they don't actually have those. It's just something they put in a movie. Because, yeah, they like, do. Well, what is the no, thing? No, they have double deck. Maybe it's no, they have double decker buses. Maybe There's it's like one I get regularly. Maybe it's like the Doctor Who box. Like, I mean. I guess that's the point of Doctor Who box is that they don't don't have those anymore. But there is something I read in an article where it was like London? they don't actually have these in London. They we just think they do. As the resident, no police boxes London don't exist, expert. but telephones do. Yeah, London has three things: it has bridges, on, it has double decker buses, and it has Charlie Chaplin impersonators. Those are the three <laughs> things that you will find every time you go on a street in London. <laughs> there are a lot of bridges. I do have to say, I agree. Uh, it's all. It's almost like there's a big river running through the city. Um, that would make that like bridges are a thing. That's uh, fair. But anyway, yeah. So Trump didn't feel welcome. He also told Theresa May that if her Brexit plan went through, then they would not trade with the U.S. So Trump's woke now. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> That's did I? Mis- did I- did I misunderstand? No, Trump is woke. Like, oh, okay, he... cool. I'm so, I'm so fucking thankful. <laughs> he's been reading a lot of Jezebel, uh-huh. and uh, uh, you know, he's been keeping up with the events. And like, Theresa had a big long discussion with him, and they spoke about like, you know, politics, but mainly just about like, you know, Black Lives Matter. And she was like, hey, Don, I think that whole, like, immigrant thing you've been going on, that thing where you've been, like, imprisoning children, I don't think that's, like, totally dope. Right. So I'd rather you stopped. And then he was like, oh, okay, cool. He's been reading Vice. (laughs) Right. Yeah, Donald Trump, 
Donald, Donald Trump is doing a documentary for Vice. Mm-hmm. He's been amplifying women on Twitter. <laughs> he uh, took a college class on women's history and raised his hand and said, I think it should be women's history. <laughs> did he, I mean, like, but. what, didn't he say that, who, who did he tell to sue someone? Was it Theresa May too? Like, because yeah. that's all I heard about was that Trump says, oh, you should sue them because that's all he ever fucking says. Well, I mean, because Trump is, you know, a businessman or whatever. He gets good his... deals. Because <laughs> his thing is to sue people and then just pay them out of fucking, like, laziness. Donald Trump logged on to Steam last week and he saw all the sales and he was like, great job, I did it. Yeah. I also heard, so while we're on the subject of of Trump, I also heard that he resigned because if you, have any of you Googled the word idiot in the last week or so? Oh, I I did just before we started filming. Because if you- Just to see what, you know, what's happening. If you Google that, the famous word of idiot, um, and you're just looking for a, just like a picture for like a PowerPoint slide or something- and you you look up at the first right now I'm looking at it and there's five the top five pictures are um our dangerous president of Donald John Trump. See, I just googled it right now and there's only one picture that isn't dangerous Donald Trump Trump. So I think this is like one of those right. exponential things where it just keeps like when this story broke that made sure that like the only picture that would come up is idiot. Here's one and he's beside well, the-, the album American Idiot, which is funny. That's pretty good. Uh the uh, well, the fun thing is if you Google idiot, uh, Ash Shakar comes up, which I think we will get to later on in the episode. Right. But uh, American Idiot did chart in the UK while Donald was here. Huh. Now, uh, I Linus, know, I don't know if you guys know what it's about. No, I but don't. Recently, I mean, yeah, recently I was looking at Clickhole, and they said apparently it's about George Bush. So I don't really understand why it would chart when donald trump is coming here they kind of like wrote a musical to go along with it and like changed a lot of the story elements of the concept album and i went to see it and it's not great it's it's still a very good album but like the the shit that they wrote around it is like not the best like play that you could be in and i feel like people just do it out of like sheer oh you know it'd be cool if we did american idiot yeah, I, 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 I preferred with... In the Heights. I think that was probably his best work. <laughs> uh, so, moving on from... Do you want to move on from Trump? Be- well, we're not moving on, but he also, as we just recently found out, invited his friend Putin to the White House. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, uh, I recently, just read this. Yeah, recently the two met up in Helsinki and just... It seemed like they had a really great meeting. Yeah. They both, I don't know if you guys have read this. They held the pen together on their joint resignation paper because they both resigned because they saw a funny, like, a funny New Yorker picture. Yeah. Did they see a funny gay joke? Yeah, it was like they were walking by and they saw the Berlin Wall and they saw two guys kissing and they were like, that'd be funny. And then they resigned. They finally got, <laughs> they finally got the joke of Donald Trump. Gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, as we have discussed thoroughly in politics uh the white house has been made white from cum <laughs> right what i wasn't there for this discussion <laughs> <laughs> well we were you know we were throwing out like funny gay jokes that could happen mm-hmm. and uh as 
you know, we are a sister podcast to the great show Come Town. Right. That's we decided true. we'd also. We'd, <laughs> we'd throw out as many jokes as we could. But yeah, so Putin is coming pretty soon. How do you guys feel about that? You know what's weird? Since we're on the sort of the, the topic of funny gay, like, there was already, like, like, there was already Putin funny gay content, like, long before da- Dangerous, uh, yeah. the Dawn of Trump. Yeah, we, like the, we talked about this, I think, on an episode. But yeah, like, it's, it's, I feel like, on top of everything else, it's like, I have that, like, that long-time internet poster brainworm where I feel like ownership of, like, no, there was already the song where there was, like, Putin being like, I am gay, gay, gay. Gay, gay, I like long, but yeah, I know. Yeah, and it's, and it's, like, I already lived through that. I don't know. It's like if they were making, like, Harambe jokes about Donald Trump right now. Yeah, it's like... (laughs) It's like, like, our our gorilla Donald Trump president escaped from his enclosure, and it's Harambe. We should bring back Harambe. Dicks out for Harambe. I mean, that's funny. Well, be, if they got their dicks that. out, it'd be funny because they're gay. Right. Uh, what I if mean, we went think... in front of Wall Street and we made a, a poster, a, a sculpture of both of them and we replaced the fearless girl and it was both of them and they were kissing and it was called fearless gay and that's, and then he resigned. <laughs> Uh, I I mean I think if we just make enough gay jokes, then both of them will resign. I just and think then something we haven't really ma- explored is the fact that what if gay? <laughs> <laughs> well, because if they resign, then everything would be fine. Like world peace would happen. Like Donald and Vladimir could go off somewhere in the Siberian wilderness and just live in a cabin. It'd be like Robot Mountain. And then Mike Pence would be like, he would be like radicalized and he'd be like, wow, maybe not all gay people are bad because my best friend Donald Trump, you know? Yeah, so should we just like publicly state (laughs) to Donald that if he does come out, we will still love him? Sure. Uh, This is, Uh. I mean, I just think, I think we're all slightly exhausted just from the sheer amount of bullshit that's happened this week. It's sort of, I definitely feel like, oh, you know, when you look at the news and you're like, oh, that happened three months ago yeah. and it happened on Tuesday. That That's happening to me with things that I saw today. Like, I'll, I'll be today. like, that, that was like oh, well, so many years ago and it'll have been something I saw this morning before I went to the store. Mm-hmm. Literally, like, I think we all kind of buckled down to like, oh, what are we going to talk about this week? Because uh, I just forgot anything happened. Because everything just happens so quickly nowadays. Hello? I was just, sorry, I was just thinking about, like, a funny joke about Donald Trump and Putin. Um, I was Would you like of... to make it? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, shall, do you want to move on to something non-Trump related? Yeah. Well, not completely non-Trump related. I mean, if we're talking, we're doing Boris, right? Old Boris? Yeah. Should we talk My about wife. Boris? My wife. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe he's a real person. Like ever since the day I found out about him, I was like, "Come on!" Like the, you, you, the hair and the 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 whole persona. It, it's it's like a it's it's like a character from a I don't know fucking Faulty Towers or some shit. <laughs> uh, I unfortunately have to obviously deal a lot with Boris, and 
even I can't believe he's a real person. <laughs> he does feel like he should be some sort of like Andy Kaufman kind of sketch character. Yeah. He's not. Why is, why is he? Does, but does why he have he like that thing? I, like we know that thing where like you can't comb your hair because the way it grows. Does he have that? Because like I've never seen him with anything <laughs> less than just this mess of, he has of like terminal strawy hair. Disease. <laughs> he was I mean, he I was born with twenty cowlicks, and it's incurable. It's like <laughs> that's what happens when you're like really rich. Um, your hair just does that, right? So it's like Trump's mega evolution. It looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of is just like a Donald Trump evolution because his hair is ridiculous. He's like really racist. But he's funny, so everyone makes jokes about he it. He looks and just like ignores the fact that he's a terrible person. Uh, he's basically what they would put in like a Black Mirror episode if they were going to be like, okay, we need a guy that everyone's going to know we're doing Trump here. What do we? Then that's who it'd be. Yeah, it's like if the well, Wayans brothers came yeah. out with like their new like political movie, and it's like a political satire, and that's yeah. this would be the guy. Well, Boris. Speaking of Black Mirror, like Boris did go to school with David Cameron. And that's why he's he is where he is. So he was probably there for the pig incident. Right. So thank you to Boris, our former foreign secretary, uh pig fucker watcher Witness. extraordinaire. <laughs> now he didn't fuck a pig. He in fact the allegation is that he put his dick into a dead pig head's mouth, right? He put his flaccid penis into a dead pig's head's mouth. <laughs> well, it was it, because he went to. It was to, flaccid, he went so to he didn't. Eaton. Like it wasn't he like a sex grow. thing. It's good. It's <laughs> he fine. went to Eton, where fucking you know, um, soggy biscuit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. I, that's the sort of prevailing. Um, I guess what do you call it? Like a, uh, a stereotype. It's a bunch of posh twats. Um, just coming on a biscuit yeah yeah except anyway, you know so you Boris... just have that pig head on the wall and you're like oh well i'm not going out to the store to buy fucking biscuits so then you take the pig <laughs> head down and then and then then you all do it on the pig head and then your parents call you and they're like hey the concert got canceled i'll be home in 20 minutes and then you're like oh fuck we gotta clean this pig head now it's a tale as old as time Oh god, I knew when it was us three this would immediately go off the rails, but I think we've uh, we lasted for twenty minutes and we've only got to coming yeah, on a piece. Boris Johnson didn't last for twenty like... minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um so Boris uh Johnson, who was the foreign secretary uh to Great Britain, uh resigned recently <laughs> because he f- obviously had read the latest Brexit plans and decided that it was a mistake and thought he would quit. Uh, I believe recently he actually gave his speech to Parliament. Uh, I haven't read it or watched it because I hate looking at the man. <laughs> right. But I have the article up now so I can go look at it. Was there like, did people know he was going to resign or did this come out of nowhere? Because for me, it came out uh, of nowhere. Okay. It came out of nowhere. Um, so the Brexit minister resigned, like, I think the day before or the same day. Basically, it was, you know, a couple of hours apart. Uh, so both of them, like, as a, both of them resigning was a pretty big shock. Um, I think the thing is, like, so Boris, Boris was campaigning for leave, 
when the whole Brexit thing was obviously it's like it's figurehead mm. while Theresa was Remain. So there was always a bit of tension between the two. However, this sort of, I mean, it sort of proves, I think, Theresa May's incompetency and just how fucked we are. Because, like, if two major figureheads resign because of these plans, then it's just, it's, it's clearly it's going in some sort of direction which is not going to benefit the British public. I'm thinking maybe I'm looking at a picture of Theresa May and Boris Johnson. And first and foremost, two points. My first point is that it's really funny because his last name is Johnson and he did the thing to the pig. Second main point <laughs> is that you know how when you're getting ready for a party, you and all your friends and you step out of the bathroom and ah, oh, damn, you're wearing the same dress. This one of us is going to have to change. Maybe that's what they kind of felt about their haircuts, because if you look at it, they kind of have. Well, Theresa May's hair is better, but it's kind of the same sort of concept. And you can't be like together in the big House of Parliament and sort of look exactly the same. That's if you think about it. So maybe that's why. Yeah. Boris Johnson's hair looks like his mum cut it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah, this is the Comedy Central roast of everyone. (laughs) Yeah, we're 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 coming for you. Like, uh, like you're a pig. There we go joke so uh yeah i do think it's I cool mean, that looks- boris johnson has that sort of staunch uh anti-police stance you know because he said fuck the pig <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're shitting on him a lot but uh i mean you said he was cunt. kind of a bad guy <laughs> i'll take it yeah, back if you I say mean- that he's nice no, he's not nice. I think one of the things that like is important to me because I think in a similar way to Trump, we kind of do a thing where we're like, oh, he's a cartoon character. Mm-hmm. He's not a real politician that has the fate of millions in his hands. Right. And he is. And Boris loves to make, I mean, as you would expect from like, any rich British person, he has a lot of really shitty ideas. Right. And he likes to, uh, he's in a position of power where he can implement them. He just managed to shield it all by being like this fucking cartoon buffoon. And if you ask me, it's all a fucking act. Mm. Because I, I mean, part of me is like glad he resigned because he was a terrible person. Although he's just been replaced by another fucking Tory that doesn't give a shit about the working class, doesn't give a shit about any person of color or immigrant or any person that is not middle class at the very least and white and able-bodied. Like the fucking Tories killed people right. very recently with their fit for work scheme. Uh, Boris himself, Wait. like, has colluded with just basically rich oligarchs who want to pay him off to play tennis with him. He can't play tennis. <laughs> look, take Apparently one look at can. him. <laughs> is tennis like a rich person sport? I don't know. I don't think it is because it's too like demanding. It's it, it's, it's very hard to sport. play tennis. Racquetball, maybe. No, racquetball rules. Let me have that. <laughs> Golf. Racquet- <laughs> no, racquetball is like working class. Because it's just like... No, racquetball is, racquetball is way more demanding than tennis. And it's also cooler because you get to hit a ball really hard like anywhere you want. 
Also, um, you're in like a little room, and the ball makes a very loud bang on the walls. Yeah, and sometimes it goes like, Whoop, and it's like a cool sound. Yeah. Um, badminton is petty bourgeois. That's like if you're a small business owner, you like badminton. Um, croquet. My dad likes to play What's croquet? Okay. I feel like croquet, croquet is, croquet is, rich is people. like yeah. the, but it's like the 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 the. The, the poor person who thinks the, the, the temporarily embarrassed millionaire. It's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm going to be rich someday, so I'm gonna go to Walmart and buy this croquet set and play yeah. it in my yard. Actually, no, if you have a yard, you're not working class anymore. Um, so, yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay, I'm sorry. So I'm a champagne socialist then. I've got a pretty big garden. Oh, well, goodbye. Sorry. I mean, oh, so do okay. I. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm retiring. I'm gonna leave the show. Uh, it's been nice knowing you Alex guys. resigned. So, yeah, uh, Boris Johnson resigned, cunt, and next, should we talk <laughs> You about... just drop that right in. What, David, did you call him a cunt? Yeah. I can say it because I'm British. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and I'm a woman. That's also true. So, there you go. Uh, should we talk about old Marky Mark? What did he do now? Uh, he basically said, like, it was cool for Sandy Hook truthers and Holocaust deniers to remain on Facebook <laughs> because he doesn't know their intentions. I thought you actually meant Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, wait, I don't see this in the doc. What are we Downsizing to well, is Mark- coming out. <laughs> Fuck, that Mark was Matt Damon. very much did blind a Vietnamese man. He did, yeah. like, do a hate crime. Like, several, like... <laughs> He did that, and then like later he was like, "I hope God forgives me for being in Boogie Nights." And everyone was like, "Really, dude? That's that's what that's what haunts you at night? Is showing your fake dick God in a movie?" God was like, oh, "God was like Boogie Nights was dope." Julianne Moore is one of the best actors of the twenty first century. It's not even his real dick you know. at the end; it's a fake dick. Um. <laughs> so, Mark Zuckerberg, do we want to talk about him? Yeah, I always. He's got such charisma. I love to <laughs> think like, about him. <laughs> So, Mark Zuckerberg this week did an interview where he was asked about, obviously, Sandy Hook truthers specifically, and he later brought up uh, Holocaust denies in his answer, where he stated that he didn't know these people's intentions, and they might just be informed, so he's not going to take them off of Facebook. I disagree with what you say, but I will defend to the death your right right to say it. Dr. Peterson, thank you for Hi, joining Jordan us. Hi, Jordan Peterson. It's, it's, Jordan, it's me, Jordan Peterson. <laughs> uh, so, Jordison, uh, Jordison Peterson, uh, what is your favorite animal? A frog. <laughs> I, I blanked. <laughs> <laughs> you love I mean, love funny right. answer. <laughs> lobster. God, okay, we uh, can't it's a beaver having... because they mate for life, as everything should. Um. <laughs> uh, I, so, I'm here yeah, to talk did... about how um, the, the frogs are turning gay in this new study that I call the Rainbow Connection. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't do a voice. It's really nice to be joined by two Jordan Petersons, though. I, I feel really blessed. You could, you could probably. I don't know where Linus and Brooks have gone. You could do it like but... a Kermit voice. It's just like a. It's like doing a Stitch voice, except a little more forward. Yeah, you know, it's like a, a, the Stitch voice that everybody has. 
<laughs> my name's St- everybody do a stitch voice it's just a golem voice except it's it, yeah it's like the golem it's a whole, voice that everybody it's a big has skim. it's all the same voice golem stitch kermit it's just speaking at the back of your throat and like they're all pretending like this is some shaggy does it too and everyone's pretending like it's all different crazy voices like no it's just it's just speaking at the back of your throat it's a big fucking scam andy circus retire bitch no, don't. You Voice actually... actors have had it too good for too long. Uh, my friend met Andy Circus and said he's a really nice I, guy. I, I'm sure he's a very nice guy. Don't retire, Andy. Keep keep making very good movies. You sound so angry. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I just okay. It's bugged me forever that this voice, <laughs> like everyone just does this voice, and then everyone does always seems to forget that it's just all the same voice. Go off, King. Um. So, back to Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> we only went on a slight tangent. Uh, so, yeah. How do we feel about Mark? I mean... Like, I, I've i recently... I've gotten into the weird habit of, you know, uh, looking at, like, Holocaust denial debunkings on YouTube. Uh-huh. They're good. Because it's just how I like to spend my time. Right. You know, very cheery. Uh, but... I think something that really has been pointing out to me and that I've really been thinking about recently is like, there is no shortage of evidence on the Holocaust or pretty much anything that happened in the 20th century, including Sandy Hook. It's all these people twisting and purposely ignoring like important evidence to pass forward their ideas and pretty much their bigotry it's so wild to me that like this is a thing that exists like um like a few months ago my brother was like approached by one of his like friends from grade school who was now a nazi and uh like the guy was like fun and so he was like trying to like get him to go to a nazi meeting and was like gently you know gently bringing up things the way that they do and uh, and my brother was came home and he was telling me, like, I would literally say the first thing that, like, I would just, not even, like, in a concise and educated way, but I would just say, like, no, that's not right. And he just wouldn't have a response to it and he would switch to another topic. So, like, I don't even know what goes on their heads that they can, like, justify thinking these kinds of things. Like, oh, no, Sandy Hook didn't happen. The Holocaust didn't happen. But- like, it, it's so buck wild that this is, like... S- a thing people think. I mean, I think it comes from, like, I don't think it comes from purpose. Not even purposely, just misinformation, like he was implying, because, like I said, it's so hard to be with such, uh, obviously, like, world-shaking events. Like, these were, it's like, these were huge events. It's like flat earthers. Like, it's, yeah, there's so much information that you can't be ignoring it People who deny the Holocaust are anti-Semites. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's there's no there's no curtain for them to hide behind. It's just no, it's not what Mark was saying. What Zuck was saying. I don't want to be presumptive, yeah. presumptuous. We're not on a first name basis and with call- Mr. Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, but I'll call him Zuck. He's my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, what he was implying was that people are misinformed and people don't know what they're talking about and it's not harassment but like saying the holocaust didn't happen is harassment to every single survivor it's, and every it's single definitely person illegal in a lot of lives. places yeah 
Well, I think the fact is it's, it is legal in some countries yeah. to the point where Facebook has to delete yeah. it. Yeah. And it's just this really alarming, you know, use of like free speech in quotation marks. Mm-hmm. And well, Facebook and other private companies don't need to abide by that. He was basically just saying, I'm not going to do anything about this and I don't have a reason for it other than I'm not. Pretty much. So, um, Mark Zuckerberg is, it's just really, Facebook's, have you guys actually, have you guys seen those adverts that's been going around by Facebook as like an apology letter? I did, yeah. yeah. It's like, (laughs) what, we, sorry, we, (laughs) it's like cry typed, like, we, sorry, we leaked information. (laughs) Please tell us how to be better. Because I keep seeing those and they're like, you came to share, you know, photos with your friends and then we accidentally leaked all your information and sent you ads that would fuck up your, (laughs) (laughs) I I tried to click the button that said, uh, dog sees veteran returning home and I accidentally clicked sell your data. I'm so sorry. Oh, I (laughs) fucked this one. Please vote for me for president. I'm, oh, fuck. I do love that ever since like everybody got like, the scent of Mark Zuckerberg is clearly trying to like run for president when he was just like, Oh, I'm going to go visit every swing state. Just kind of like, whatever, no reason. Um, and he's just like, he's been completely like filling his pants with shit every day. He's not and... old enough to run for president. Don't you have to be like, 38? he's 34. You have I to be 35. Had... So to... oh, 2020 okay. baby. So yeah, he'll be next presidential election. He'll be old enough. Yeah. Maybe they'll make Would the social network vote? too. Maybe one day Maybe. I'll With- watch The Social Network because I heard it's really good and I'm sure I'll like it. They'll get Army Hammer's twin out of the basement yeah. and they'll make uh, Social Network too. Have you not seen The Social Network? I just haven't. Like, it's one of those movies that I just haven't got around to seeing, but I've watched enough YouTube clips of it that I may as well have seen it. Yeah, I also haven't okay. seen it, but I was like, I was in the culture at the time, so like, I know that ah, you don't make, ah, you don't get a million friends without a million enemies. Ah, like, and then like every poster <laughs> for the last ten years has been that, where it's just like a guy's face and it's like a Joker quote over it, and that's every like Oscar bait movie now. I, like, I just know that like ever since that movie, Jesse Eisenberg has been stuck in that character because every mo- movie he comes out with, he's like that like fast talking kind of. He's just playing the same weird marks because he used to play different characters in like Adventureland and shit. Yeah, but ever he used since to that, like fuck Kristen Stewart in the pool. Ever since that movie came out, he's just that's been his acting style is just like his weird ass interpretation of Mark Zuckerberg as a guy who talks fast. I don't think oh. Mark Zuckerberg could fuck in a pool. No. <laughs> Why? Because his uh, is he like does he fuck or like. He has a child, I think. Yeah. I think he has a kid. He's married. Mm, I'm not convinced. I think there's, like, some degree. He can probably do some degree of, like, fluid exchange with a person. But, like, it would have to be in those terms. It would be like, I'm uh, uploading 50 cc's of uh, genetic material into your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying I to... think he would use a... <laughs> he would use a turkey baster. Oh, no, he <laughs> Okay, so should we talk? <laughs> Here's a broadband for you. <laughs> That's Mark Zuckerberg fucking. Uh, do we want to swiftly move on and talk about our old friend Elon Musk? I poked you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I would love to talk about Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> okay, so uh, Elon Musk, after his uh, <laughs> failed submarine, he's having such went... a normal one this week. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the most I normal just... week of all time award. He's always oh. on Twitter. What the fuck is he doing that he can be on Twitter this much? Yeah, I mean, doesn't isn't he meant to be running like a fucking? He's supposed to be the CEO or whatever of Tesla. Instead, he's cranking super hard on Twitter. That's true. Well, he is cranking, and today and this week he cranked super fucking hard and decided that he would call the uh, British expat. Let me just get his name. Uh, a fucking pedophile apropos of nothing yeah so the guy who helped get these fucking kids out of a goddamn cave and helped to save their life he just called him a pedophile because he lives in thailand and if you go on reddit that's the only thing that you know about thailand okay now it's like that that old like canard about like oh it's a uh, yeah, just like the old like, okay, racist. I, I get it now because I, I just thought he'd thrown it out like I don't know a Reddit user like oh but you're a pedophile like just kind of like for no reason. But now I I see that why he would have thought that was a thing you could say yeah. and like and he doubled down some... like oh if you, if you look up the district that he lives in uh, trust me buddy didn't someone like try to give him an out they were like hey Elon buddy I. I know you didn't mean to just call this guy a pedophile for no reason, and he just doubled down on it. Like, bet, bet you a sign dollar it's true. Like, Elon Musk is like, oh, literally, he literally he said, "I will sign a dollar for you," and it's true. Elon Musk is like a combination of a really, sh- like, I don't know what I was gonna say, but the rich guy from John Mulaney's uh, story about like working for him, who just said the weirdest shit. And, like, that's mm-hmm. that's something you'd say if you're a rich guy from the 30s. I'll bet you a sign dollar. It's just weird well, uh, that, so... like, the guy, who, um, the guy who won't allow his employees to unionize and he's putting all of his money into, like, space bullshit instead of helping, like, homeless people and also donated a lot of money to the Republican Party, like, kind of as a, it's just, it's, but it's like as a, as a seven-dimensional chess bit, uh, you know? It's weird that he's, like... And also he has Reddit brain poisoning that he would just kind of call somebody a pedophile. He just, yeah. It's kind of a wild thing to do. So the guy in question is Vern Unsworth, who was a diver who helped get the children out of, the children and their coach out of the cave in Thailand we spoke about last week. But he basically said slash implied that Old Musky was doing this as a PR stunt, his submarine. I think he straight that up said it. That piece of think... shit, that motherfucker, yeah. how dare you say that? All my downvotes, <laughs> sir. <laughs> well, because Musk apologized and was like, he well, told me to do sexual things with my submarine. So he literally just said, like, he probably just said, like, stick it up your ass. <laughs> He fucking Just Elon's apology was like was, it was straight up like, "Hey, I'm sorry if I offended anyone. I'm sorry that there is significant evidence to uh to conclude that this person is um a sex predator." Anyways, uh, I was only trying to help. It's just so wild. It's I mean, it's completely wild to me that like, this like every fucking, time I think the head of this hu- huge company is like, I'm just gonna just. 
outright state that this random dude is a sex criminal and a child molester. He's straight he up didn't even acting say not like, a threat. <laughs> he's straight up acting like a <laughs> shitty teen, like a like you know you know if you've oh, ever yeah, been definitely. on like this the is, internet. This is a teen on Reddit. I'm this beginning is what to think say. that there's not a correlation between wealth and maturity. <laughs> and like you know. I'm Funnily starting enough. to notice that maybe just because you're rich, it maybe doesn't necessarily mean that you're like a good person or somebody worth idolizing. Maybe those hair plugs are I... affecting his brain. Because he's he <laughs> was bald when he was like starting this is, out. This is a bit of a hair-centric episode, it seems like. Yeah, well, sometimes it's like that. Elon Musk is like uh, so... Kurt Angle when he was wearing like a, a wig under one of those wrestling things. It's a good fucking pull, dude. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> But like like Kurt Angle, I I mean Kurt Angle's a, a good bald man. He is, if you ask me, he owns it. He sees it. He looks terrifying. But <laughs> he's, he's a very scary so looking works. man. He's got a giant <laughs> vein on the side of his head that just keeps getting bigger every time I see a picture of him. Yeah, I remember like my mum watched some fucking interview with him for some reason, and was like, "Have you seen this guy? He broke his neck twice." And I was like, "Okay." Yeah, it's I know good. who that is, Mom. And if you look at his neck, you can absolutely tell. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember when, uh, after Kurt Angle got his head shaved, uh, he and his Team Angle cohorts uh, shot the big show with a tranquilizer blow dart <laughs> in the middle <laughs> yeah. of the ring? <laughs> <laughs> wrestling is wrestling used you, to be good. Well, Do you know what's better than real life? Wrestling? wrestling. <laughs> it turns out yeah. wrestling to me. Wrestling is really fun. Um, should we just make this into a wrestling episode? <laughs> yeah, for sure. What else do y'all want to talk about? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so is it true that they're making an angle about uh, Sasha Fierce? No, let's, all right, let's leave this. Sasha Fierce is Beyonce. I'm very tired. Sasha Banks. Right. Sasha Banks. Sasha Fierce is Beyonce. Although I feel like she probably chose that name because of Beyonce. I would. I and think that's possible. It's Listen, if there's anything I know about is Beyonce. Politics? Eh. Beyonce? Yeah. <laughs> I need to get into Beyonce more than I, like, I, I, I've, she's always just kind of been a thing to me, like, oh yeah, Beyonce, but I've never been like, like, I didn't listen to Lemonade until like, a long time later, and I was just, I've just never really been on the train, so to speak, so maybe I should get on it. Maybe you should. I'm trying to pester Lauren into doing a Beyonce Lightbringer, but she hasn't gone back to me. Mm. Well, anyway. balls in her court now. True. Shall we move on to shout outs? Yeah. Hell yeah. Alright. So I want to give a shout out. Has anyone seen Who is America? Yeah. Oh man, yes. Uh so that was fucking <laughs> off the wall. <laughs> I love yeah, how everyone so in the takes? Discord was like dunking on, on Sacha Baron Cohen and then being like, oh no, but I am absolutely gonna watch this. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Like, obviously, Sasha Baron Cohen has influenced us a lot just by the my wife. It's God. It's so funny. <laughs> like, can we talk about how like Sarah Palin like lied about like about the the circumstances of her interview and in in a really weird way that you can't even figure out what the fuck happened because she her story was that he pretended to be a disabled veteran, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. he, there is a character in this show that he plays, but I don't think he was playing that character when he interviewed her. And he, the the bit, I think yeah, 
even if so i watched the first episode which is i think on showtime in america yep. i know it's on channel four in the uk mm-hmm. i don't know where it's on canada but he was interviewing bernie i think as the same character yeah. that she was implying right and bernie asked him if he was disabled and he said no the the mobile like he's just like thing. a rascal it scooter called? it's a rascal yeah scooter, the scooter yeah. is to yeah the scooter is to conserve my energy yeah <laughs> And it, it seems like he's probably using the same characters to... Int- he has four main characters, I believe, at least in the first episode. Right. That he's using to interview people and obviously make jokes out of what they say. I... I'm I'm just very... I find it so hard to believe that people are getting duped because, like, the makeup isn't, like, terrible. It's actually pretty it's... good. But I feel like if I was talking to him, I would know that I, I was talking to someone in heavy makeup. Even if I didn't know who Sacha Baron Cohen was, I'd be like, what's going on with your face? Why do you have, like, a pro- clearly have a prosthetic jaw on? <laughs> the thing about Sacha Baron Cohen is he's, like, fucking, like, really tall and has a pretty big face. No offense, anyway. Mm-hmm. But He's already, he's got this makeup on to make him look, he looks like a cartoon and he's acting <laughs> so like, over the top. It's so bad. Like, I think part of his comedy, because I remember when I was younger, I remember watching the Allergy show like a lot. Hell yeah. Which probably was not great for my development, but made me the girl I am today. Right. Uh, so I remember watching that and like the humor came from people just being too polite to really come yeah. and like stop him. And that's sort of what it is now. But it's like, in the episode I watched, some woman cut off her fucking pubes because he asked her well, to. Yeah. Actually, he didn't ask her to. She just did it. Hey, you want to hear something? I yeah. watched Bruno with my mom. And uh, nice. have have either of you seen Bruno, the, the follow-up to Borat? Have I seen, yeah, I've seen Bruno. Okay. Well... I haven't, but there is a I scene. mean, in Borat, he got his dick out. So no, there, I no like it's worse. so much more than that. There is a scene where, like, he's like, y- y- like he's like swinging his dick around, like helicopter dick, but like it, there's just a camera right on it, and you see it, and then it mm-hmm. points towards the camera, and the tip of his dick shouts Bruno, and then the camera zooms into <laughs> his dick hole. That's exactly so... the scene that I watched with my mom. No, like I have. <laughs> I have my my critiques of the sort of Sasha Baron Cohen satire style, but oh, please go ahead. I so much prefer this and like the Who Is America kind of thing to like the the rest of the kind of mainstream satire we've gotten in like fucking yeah. Trump time. Because now it's just like it's just fucking like The Daily Show, and it's like fucking Eminem doing nursery rhymes at the camera, being like fucking uh I'll throw a th- i'll throw a shoe at the president call him donald duck and it's like wow well, damn like, everyone was like i think this is also what was happening in the in the chat which was like everyone was kind of shitting and dunking on satchel baron Cohen, but at the same time this shit kind of works like people will say the craziest thing remember in borat when a guy just straight up yeah. told him oh yeah we want to hang gay people here remember that there's one yeah. part in Borat where he's like, we in my country, we hang homosexuals. And the guy just straight up says, yeah, that's what we're trying to get to do here. And was, everyone's like, wait. Well, so, like, he, the, whatever he's doing, it's ridiculous, but it fucking seems to work. People will just, like, it does. relate their innermost evil to him if they, mm-hmm. they get comfortable. So, so, like, I mean, I think I watched the first episode and, like, the wildest thing happens of he's 
pretending to be like this Israeli. Yeah, that I guess this like, this classic new guy. character. Uh, classic uh but he's basically talking to this nra spokesperson and it's like oh yeah we have children as young as uh four with guns in the classroom and he's like that's a great idea and then so many people including like former congressmen uh say oh it's a great idea to arm toddlers and then there's another incident where he's talking to a guy who laughs about how it's it's not rape if you rape your wife Mm-hmm. and it's just he just says this like of his own volition he's just laughing and joking talking about giving guns to toddlers and this guy's like oh they call it the terrible twos for a reason he's like oh yeah yeah i wouldn't give a gun to a two-year-old but a three-year-old is fine yep he it's manages just- to create just like the wildest not even create people just apparently just say what's ever in their head like, like it, I'm not. I don't want to like overstate the like the 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 transformative power of this show, but like it's at least at least it's fucking interesting. Like, yeah. At least it's it's doing yeah. it's revealing a thing. He's he's you definitely know? doing definitely. exactly the thing that he meant to do with this show. Like it's working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm ex- I'm interested to see where it goes from here. I didn't really see how it lined up with Donald Glover's sequel though. <laughs> Yeah, he's he didn't do any dancing, but yeah, maybe that that's was, in the second episode. Probably saving that for yeah, the finale, maybe. Man. Yeah. Man. Uh so uh Fashion House Burberry burnt twenty eight million pounds worth of items to stop poor people from getting it. Oh yeah, the the All I've been thinking about when I keep seeing Burberry is that one bit from some T V show where they're interviewing I think a some just some guy and they're like what would you think of Burberry? And he's like, it's for chavs. And they're, they're like, would you wear it? Yeah, because I'm a chav or something like that. There was a very good exchange. Yeah, Burberry had like a whole thing where it basically, it became like a, a low-end brand. For, well, it wasn't. It was always high-end. But the, the classic sort of uh, print was sort of co-opted by people and it became a whole thing. It's for chavs. Uh, so it's for chavs. But basically, they decided to destroy all of this product because they didn't want it getting into the hands of people who would sell it for cheap and therefore, uh, you know, destroy the brand name and make it cheap and make it uh, accessible to the working class. This is just... I, I, I can't even... What What is the justification? Like, just that they didn't want it getting out, they didn't want poor people to get it? I mean, literally, Because yeah. there was a... I remember there was this other story where, like, during a disaster, um, a Home Depot went and, like, destroyed all of their... St- all the stuff that was in their stock to prevent... Like, it, 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 there, there was basically, like, to stop people who needed it during this disaster from... I can't remember what this was, but they went around and, like, cut all the cords and they fucked up all the, like, shit that, like, people really could have used. And uh, they... I remember they caught a lot of heat for that. But, like, this just it's, keeps happening. Like, it's a cell phone. It's, it's a cell phone in in at the altar of capital. Like, because well, what if I give them away for free? The people aren't going to buy my product. There's always so some bullshit gonna... reason. Like, oh, we don't give uh, our, the product, the food that we don't sell to homeless people. Because what if they get sick and sue us? You yeah. Know? What if a homeless person puts on the sweater and the sweater's too small and it strangles them and they sue us? What if the homeless person puts on a sweater and then that sweater gets seen by someone else and it devalues the brand? <sighs> It's Burberry. It they, they they sell it in fucking airports and shit. It's like it's not. This is not exactly Dior. Well, my you... money. 
<laughs> Do you guys like count how expensive something is by if they sell it in an airport? No, I just always see Burberry in airports, and I'm like, ugh, I bet they're not a good brand. Like, I. I mean, that's how I felt when I saw Roman Reigns in an airport. I spent a lot of time. But, like, I do own Burberry stuff, and I hate fucking wearing it because I don't want people to think that I have money. Mm. This is truly, this is me outing myself as a champagne. I'd always kind of clocked it as, like, American Eagle, like, something that's kind of expensive. No. No, Burberry's like a high-end British brand. Oh. It's really, it is really expensive. Because um, I also, on City Girls Make Do, I mentioned that I do actually own a fur coat. But it was a, it was like an <laughs> heirloom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually, I just have expensive stuff like as presents. Yeah, I don't, yeah, like we're all champagne socialists. I have a suit that I paid $2,500 for, so yeah. Fuck. It's a we very all, nice suit. Yeah. It's fair. But Burberry is scum, and I am going to burn my handbag if anyone wants it. <laughs> I'm going to protest them burning expensive clothes by burning my expensive mm-hmm. clothes. When Burberry is ashes. No, you didn't. <laughs> when Burberry no, is ashes. Let him, let him speak. Then you have my permission to die. Uh, do you remember when Littlefinger was in that movie? Remember he was. <laughs> he was so bad. That? He was so bad. He was like the doing man the same has never thing. Talked in his life, <laughs> He's, he can't talk out the front of his mouth. It's always got to be the side, and like he well because he can't talk in a non-Irish accent. He's always doing like someone described him once. Uh, his accent, one his American accent, once as someone trying to scare the Irish out of his voice, and uh, mm. like that's a very accurate way. He he talks like my my grandpa who was like. Had almost no Irish accent, but still kind of did. So, like, yeah, he's like, he's a good actor. Is what I'm trying he, to ramping he's up. He's a very good actor. Um, you're a big guy <laughs> for you. You know the funny meme. You're a big guy. First man to talk gets to stay on my aircraft. <laughs> this is an American accent. Lady I- Sansa. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> fight every okay, battle uh, in your mind everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um I think we have maybe time for one more light bringer. Okay. Would you like to do the World Cup or uh the Manchester Uni students who defaced a Rajard Kipling poem? Or Ash Sakar. I've kind of oh, been good. on that World Cup train. I don't know. That's Rex. I'm good with whatever. I'm just here to uh, hang out. Should we do well? I have a coworker. <laughs> I have. I actually. I have two coworkers who are respectively uh, English and Croatian. So it was pretty tense around my workplace. Linus, please stop doxing yourself. Uh, when this was going on. Yeah, I feel. I feel was... like France had a much tougher bracket. Like all the good teams are on that bracket. If. If England had played France with the game that they played Croatia with, they would have really been destroyed. Like, that's my take. Yeah, not it wouldn't not have been to drag my own country, but like we did kind of get an easier bracket. I'm still, it was still uh, like being here because I'm the only one who none of you fucks your fucking countries didn't qualify. But being here, it was really exciting. Like I remember on Saturday when we uh, won, like. 
there was just i think it was against sweden like i was literally outside and i just heard like cheering from across the street where everyone was watching it and just seeing like all my friends faces and everyone was just so excited it was really nice but i mean it turns out england just fucking sucks turns out sports is good did you did you hear that um the uh the the funny joke made by the um the leader of the Vanguard Resistance Party Trevor Noah about the World Cup? What did he say? Um he just did this big long bit about how um how he he said that Africa won the World Cup because there are a lot of black players on the French team and the 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 joke is that um that France is a nation of white people according to Trevor Noah and um that you that uh it's just kind of a a joke that made france's ambassador to the u.s literally release a statement about how shitty trevor noah's statement was i definitely (laughs) saw like a lot of that on the internet of people being like oh the french team wasn't even french meaning of course that that there was a lot of black people on the team like what do you what do you mean by french when you say that there are a lot there are a lot of black and like Muslim yeah. people. I think it was like the majority of the team because France fucking they have like schools and academies where people go to play football. Like it's not that weird. Um, that's and yeah, FIFA. I think the rules are you can play for any team that you have a connection to. So if you live in France, you can play for France. And like even the fucking that goddamn evil woman like marine le pen who is the fucking head of the national front in france is she the one that's like aging like she's grabbed the wrong cup from the indi from the indiana jones movie like she's like 40 and looks like she's 80 well that's all racist people yeah, but yeah that's true. uh so she congratulated the french team and it's like very evident that people only fucking care about minorities when they are playing sports and they are winning if they lost the res you know it would have been oh because we have too many black people on the team oh speaking of did anyone see that lauren southern video where she like walked around paris or something and recorded it because there weren't as many white people as she thought and none of the women had french braids in that must have been the one lauren <laughs> southern video i haven't seen damn <laughs> that is like but literally i saw it she said <laughs> none of the women had french braids <laughs> People weren't eating French toast constantly for every meal. (laughs) No one was eating baguettes. It was really weird. No one had any curly mustaches. I'm sure some people had curly mustaches. Lauren Southern thinks everybody in France speaks like the French people in the end of the world video. (laughs) But I'm let die. Like Lauren Southern thinks everyone is wearing like a bright and striped t-shirt and a beret and Mm -hmm. a garlic necklace. (laughs) I I think people do really think of Europe being just like mono ethnic. Yeah. Which is sort of scary as a European person who is not white. Right. Um but it's sort of I mean there are parts of Europe where like you don't want to go if you're not white as a, a sort of friend of mine recently found out. Wait, unfortunately. Like, what parts like for real? Like, for real, yeah. So, I mean, it's always been sort of... Like, my dad is black, and he's always said he does not want to go to France. He won't go to France. There are places in Europe where he just won't go. And, like, a friend of mine went to Croatia recently and said that she was 
basically being stared at by the locals and being followed around a shop and her boyfriend could speak the language and he said they were talking they were saying slurs about her that's Mm. great yeah so europe is racist but at the same time there are fucking people of color here funnily enough as there are people of color in every fucking colonialist country in every country there are people of color whether there is one of them whether there are fucking millions of them and it's just, it's so, like, fucking stupid that people are like, France, of course, everyone there wears berets and smokes cigarettes. <laughs> U.S. media would lead you to believe that every single person in France looks like Aoyama from My Hero Academia. <laughs> every, everyone in France <laughs> is either, everyone in France Listen, is either beautiful kid or Gerard Depardieu, who I don't think he was even <laughs> allowed in France anymore. I'm pretty sure he doesn't live Probably. in France because of, like... He's he's done some cr- I don't know he's Gerard he's Gerard Depardieu he's done some crazy shit. If you don't pronounce people's French names like, <sighs> then you can't say them. Speaking of French people, uh, I believe it's pronounced Kylian Mbappe uh, donated his uh, paycheck to a charity that treats uh, disabled and unwell children and teaches them how to play sports. It's good to me. It's good. Yeah, he played for the French team one. He was like, he's like 19. He's like a proper little superstar. It's good. That's good. I don't really hear it. It is good. Football's good. Sometimes. But France is bad. The video games are good. The FIFA game, I love to play that. I think I like football because it was the only game that I was ever halfway good at. And that's only because I was like small and fast. Like, I, I did not play like. I, I played soccer back when it was like I, we were all like 10 and we followed the ball around in a clump. Yeah. And I was only good at that because, again, I was very small and very fast. And we got, you know, we got freezies after the game. I make like my you. own. That's I nice. make I make my special Brooks character in FIFA 2014 for the Xbox. And I say, all right, I'm going to go for the goal. And then my teammate on Tottenham Hotspur, um, go Spurs go. Um, it will kick me the ball and then I'll go too forward and the game will say that is offsides and then I'll stop playing because that's a bullshit rule. We like yeah, sports and we don't care who knows. <laughs> this is a pro sports podcast. That's true. Thank you for listening. Uh, do you want to jump into questions, questions then? Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to send us a question, then you can send it to HKI, right? <laughs> H-K-I-P-G-T at tumblr.com forward slash ask. Uh, we have our first question is from Anonymous who asks, Hi, I know Ted Nugent is a garbage human, but Stranglehold still slaps. I was watching the live video and he was wearing a foxtail though. Is Ted Nugent a furry? There's layers I to mean... this question. <laughs> Should we start the first one, which is... uh? Stranglehold still slaps. Does it slap? I, d- I don't know what that's... I'm sure I would recognize it if I heard it, but, like, the only Ted Nugent song that I know is Wang Dang Sweet Poontang, which is titled <laughs> that, and kind of slap. Like, it slaps in a way that if you, like, heard it pl- played on the radio, you'd be like, yeah, this, you'd, you'd get down a little bit, but... Yeah. It's like a slap to challenge somebody to a duel. It's kind of like a, eh, you know? Mm-hmm. It's also, slap, like, it's I just want to say it again. The song is called Wang Dang Sweet Poon Tang. Well, Thank yeah, that's what that it's called. Is. It's it's just... <laughs> he called the song that. 
See, the only Temujin song that I really know is Cat Scratch Fever, which kind of goes to the second part of the the question. Did he even write that? I, I don't feel know like he, he covered that. It's I'm like, like, not fucking Ted Nugent biography. If he'd written the song, he would have called it like Dick Suck Fever or some bullshit. He wouldn't have called it Cat Scratch Fever. Dick Suck Fever. That's pretty good. But I don't know that it, like, I, I, I became familiar with this song and Ted Nugent through, like, one of those, like, CD compilations that would always play on TV, where it was, like, Whitney Houston being like, and, and then it would go to the next thing, and it would be like, dick suck fever, that probably, like, wouldn't play <laughs> in the same way. Did, did he not uh, just, like, right at the last minute ban guns from one of his shows? This happened, like, the, like again, this afternoon? This happened today, yeah. Um... I have had Stranglehold. It's in Guitar Hero 3, and ah. he shows up in that game, I think. Or maybe Guitar Hero World. No, it's Guitar Hero 4. Anyway. That makes um, sense. Yeah, he is, he is a very horrible human being. Oh, he's so bad. I don't know if he's a... I don't know enough about furries to say if he is one, but I would say... I, he's like... No, I he's like think... a Davy Crockett-style dude, like... Definitely. I it's, mean, a foxtail does not a furry make, in my opinion. I have friends that are furries, and I don't have friends that are that would say the things that Ted Nugent said about Barack Obama. So I'm gonna go ahead and say probably not. <laughs> oh, here's a, here's say... like a fun fact um, that I'm reading. Uh, when he plays Wang Dang Sweet Poontang, he often shouts out, "This is one is for all of the," and then he'll put in whatever city or state he's in. Pussy. So that's this Yay. one is for all of the sex having in this town. Yeah, that's what they'll say. <laughs> I definitely think Ted Nugent also was one of those people who like slept with underage girls. Oh yeah. So D- hundo. So he can. I don't know if he's a fairy, but he can definitely die. Um. Next question. Not a threat, but like yeah. <laughs> Not a threat, just a fact. He will and can die. Mm. Um. So next question is from a friend of the show windfall island who asks i listened to the mailbag super late and realized that evan thinks keanu reeves is ugly which isn't valid at all can i change my vote to kill them instead of my original choice thanks i i can't yeah like i can't i really have no have nothing to say about this opinion that keanu reeves is ugly like i realize he's not very because he's not conventional he's not conventional looking but by no he's standard cute. is is he ugly? He's you're talking to like Keanu Reeves' number one super fan. He's, like he's not he's like not ugly. Uh, he, yeah, he's he's not ugly. He's like if you saw him on the street, you'd be like, that's a that's a handsome man. You know, that's Jonathan Wick. <laughs> yeah, you, you know he. Yeah, Jonathan. Oh my god, I'm so excited! He rides a horse in John Wick Three. They do like a <laughs> horse chase, and I'm gonna just my, I'm gonna explode in the theater. It's gonna be so he, good. He was Ted. He was he was Ted, and he had an excellent adventure. He was adventure. Ted, yeah, and a bonus yeah. journey. So, do you think Stephanie can change her vote to kill Evan? Yeah, yeah, okay. that yeah. poll like right. isn't really like it's not scientific it's not anyways. Binding. Yeah, it's not binding. No. There was the Vladimir Putin hacked it. There's no way of telling. We're uh, we're clarifying our statement in that we don't actually we aren't actually going to kill a host. Yeah, but also, I mean, Keanu Reeves is like. He looks good, folks. Keanu Reeves is hot, and we maybe will kill our host. Find out soon. So this is from Anonymous, and they ask, Any of you in the DSA? I've been wanting to join up, but honestly have no clue what's going on. What would I do as a registered DSA member? 
what are meetings like and would I not fit in too well considering I'm honestly very uh uneducated when it comes to politics compared to everyone else um I think I mean I'm not in the DSA because I'm not American but I think for me it sounds like your best bet is to speak to your local uh DSA chapter and just uh question them and then I mean because everyone's going to be different like every group is going to be different that you might get some which are maybe a little bit gatekeepery. Yeah. So personally, I would just ask whoever is in charge of that and just send them an email or speak to them on the phone and just get a feel for it. If you don't feel like that, there's probably other groups in your area that you could talk with and maybe meet up with. Yeah. I um I I I agree that like whatever's whatever's going on sort of nationally with the DSA, it's going to vary depending on your like local chapter and I think that affecting politics on a local and like state level is probably uh what a lot of people should be looking at right now um because that shit is so like entrenched uh by like conservatives and shit but what was the second part of the question god i'm old fuck uh will they fit in because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like that seems to be like a really good question yeah uh, um i think yeah. that in terms of like organizations to the left of the democratic party um I think the probably most immediately accept, and I mean, I'm talk- I'm basically talking about out of my ass here because all I really do is post. But um, the DSA it get it explodes in membership every time that there's a big like progressive Democratic victory. Like it happened, or it happened with when like Bernie Sanders was on the rise. It happened again with Ocasio Cortez um, in New York. So like I think that there is an expect there is. An expectation, I imagine, among most people in the DSA that, like, you don't necessarily have to come in knowing anything. You don't have to come in, like, knowing shit in the same way that, like, you might at, like, more, like, harder left organizations. Um, So I I think that, I mean, I don't don't know what what it will be like on your local level, but I think generally DSA is probably a good look if you're looking to get more involved. I imagine they'd be pretty open to it. Yeah. And I, I think on like a local level, especially if you tell them that, you know, you are looking to learn, then you'll find out more information as well. Mm-hmm. You know, if you admit to them that maybe you're not, because like, I mean, I have to say, I don't think any of us are particularly um informed. Uh, yeah, some of us are fucking dumbasses, but we mask it by just being charismatic. I've yeah. read over one million posts. Yeah. Just go in there the next... first time and and make sure you go around and you tell every single person that you don't know shit and say please help <laughs> just, me I don't know a goddamn thing and then just walk in dick out and just see how it well, goes. Just go yeah. Just just find your local Brooks who like is an academic wonder kind and knows everything and like just stick Wunderkind. to him. Wunderkind. 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 Okay. It's like a V. It's Wunderkind. Anyway. Yeah, just walk in no with one... like a like a bunch of loose paper in both of your fists and a pacifier in your mouth, and then make it fall out and be like, "Who is Michelle Foucault? Help me!" <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> and then they'll they'll be really nice and help you. Okay, so Tumblr user Mike Dawson asks, uh, "When the fuck is Adam Scott starting the rebellion?" He promised. Uh, part two to this is a correction. Uh, I got the name wrong. I meant Scott Adams, the Dilbert man. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. I really wish it was Adam Scott and he like just became <laughs> his Parks and Rec like his character. Mm-hmm. So when so is when Scott Adams of Dilbert fame going, fame going to start a dictatorship of the proletariat? Is the question. 
That is the question. Did he promise a rebellion, or has he just been kind of saying weird MRA shit a lot? Probably I mean, the latter. I don't know a lot about this. Yeah, I don't know a lot about this guy apart from Kanye is a fan of Scott of Dilbert or of Scott Adams. Scott Adams, but probably Dilbert too. Hey, do you remember Brooks? Do you remember when I drew you as a Dilbert character? When was that? It's a fucking minute ago. Like, <laughs> it, it was. was... Ali, do you remember this? I, I for so, I can't remember no. why I did this, but I drew Brooks as a Dilbert character called Online Oglesby. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I do not remember that. I probably blanked it out. Everyone you know, on this podcast so is much. a Dilbert character. Like, really. Well, I don't know anything about Dilbert. Will you create one for me? I haven't got a Dilbert character. You'd be, uh, I don't know. Well, you'd, you'd just be actor Alex, and you'd just be like, I don't know. You'd be one of those characters that No, sh- if listen, if Scott Adams was writing this, I it is with a heavy heart that I announced that uh you wouldn't have a very robust character because you are a woman. Yeah, you'd and you would just like, be like okay. uh, His- you would just be like a person in panel 2 that's just like here's the file and then um d- me and Dogbert would be like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice skirt and then that would and then like Dilbert would look at the camera and be like and would just like say a racial slur and that would be it. Yeah. Okay, that sounds fun. I can do that. It's in my range. Yeah. It's not like a... I would rather... Like, it's... I wouldn't recommend the comic of Dilbert. Let's... Someone should do, like, a Netflix-style gritty reboot of Dilbert, like, Riverdale-style. And it's like... Can you... Can, <laughs> it's can called we, Kilbert. It's called Kilbert. <laughs> they all kill each... It's Isn't like, that just the movie Office Space? I guess, yeah. yeah. Ah, shit. Well, cross that one off. Whatever. That was old enough. You could remake it. It's Jennifer Aniston's best role, if you ask me. Yeah, it was. Uh, okay, so Tumblr user Akumioi asks, what are Henry Kissinger's horcruxes? I mean, his glasses. <laughs> you know. Okay. Keeps him close. Um, that's, Nixon's that's all dog about. checkers. So he has yeah. His little cocker spaniel dog checkers. And then like four other ones <laughs> that haven't been introduced yet because J.K. Rowling didn't think of this when she was writing the series. That's true. Yeah, and maybe, I don't know, a, a, a little boy, a 17-year-old boy yeah. is another one of them. Except it was an accident. It was... it was when he was committing war crimes in Cambodia, he accidentally made another horcrux that was like a, a young kid there. Oh my god. <laughs> this is getting dark. Um, This is weird. I feel like every time we actually talk about Henry Kissinger, it gets dark, because he is a disgusting person yep. and a war criminal. We don't like it's the kind man. Of di- it's kind of difficult to talk about a war criminal without bringing up the fact that he's a war criminal. Yep. At least yeah, because like we could talk about like how funny he looks and like the the when he sits down with Donald Trump and he's he's he looks he's even more weird than the president of Dangerous Trump and he just kind of looks like he looks like he just like forgot his back at home and he just kind of like you know <laughs> he's like a sphere with a head that's kind of like tilting forward like BB-8. He looks like the Dancing mm-hmm. Brothers from the Saddy Dumpington Homestar Runner tune. Yeah, which is kind of a pull. But oh my, <laughs> this is literally uh, he. Yeah, he looks like a snowman that's half melted. Yeah, he looks like shit. <laughs> he looks very bad. Uh, this is really the the roast episode. I'm really happy about it. Right, next question from anonymous who asks, um, if you could actually no, I'm going to do this one. It's just a fucking yeah. So I'm trying to be smart. Yes. Yeah. Not on this show. No. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, okay, so this one is from Tumblr user Nekfiliak, who asks, who in the revolution gives off the most big dick energy? My money is on Alexandria Osario-Cortez. 
my feelings haven't quite settled on where I stand on big dick energy. Like, I, I, I could go either way. So, like, I'm sitting this one out. I think big dick energy, the meaning got warped quite quickly. It very much did. Of, does it mean someone who, like, you look at them and you know they've got a big dick? Or is it someone who just... Because I, like, I don't like it meaning, like, confidence. Because I don't think big dick... Yeah, we already confidence. have a word for that. Yeah. It's called they, confidence. They go into this a lot, very well, in the, the, the My Brother, My Brother, Me, where they have... Uh, Mary Lou, who, what's it? Mary Lou Henner. Mary Lou Henner. Uh, they have her on, and she she does a really good breakdown of it. That I think is the, just rec- just switch over to there, and they, they'll explain it a lot better than us. Yeah. So we are not. Yeah, we're not supporters of big dick energy. Um, I do I think mean, Lennon think... had a huge dick, though. Well, yeah, Rasputin. he had a fucking schlong. Do you think Rasputin obviously had a big oh, like, dick? Yeah, yeah, it's in like it's, in, a, it's in like a cup somewhere, like a big jar, isn't it? Do you think? Do, do you think if we like protested uh, the Russian government and asked if we could see Lenin's dick, they'd let us? They're preserving his body for some reason, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I want to. I just want to know. I just want to answer a question. Like you can't tell. <laughs> well, from... show me Lenin's dick. I just want to <laughs> talk. <laughs> you can't. I'm assuming it's you know flaccid, and you can't get all your information from that. Yeah. But we might be able to get some of it from it. That's if Lenin ever gets hard again. That's when you'll know that it's the the time is right for revolution. <laughs> yeah, Every morning, like, I go down to the mausoleum and check. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's like a it's like a harbinger mm-hmm. of revolution. It's like it's the comet in so, the sky from A Song of Ice and Fire, if you will. Yeah, Lenin's dick got hard, and we all started a podcast. Yeah. The next question is from Anonymous, who asks. Make your top 10 billionaire according to who would last the longest in a cage match to the death. I mean, they're... I can't think of 10 I don't, I'm not doing fucking 10. I'm not, no, I can think of one 10. that I'm I think doing... might win, like, and it's Jeff Bezos, because I think he's got, like, some kind of c- cybernetic bicep implants or something at this point, so... And that's that's who my money would be on. I mean, as we've, like, found out from Kurt Angle, I think bald men probably are, like, the toughest... Yeah, I'm. But I'm honestly saying I think on... Jeff Bezos could probably beat every other billionaire I could think of in a fight. Who's that like Rockefeller who's had like five heart transplants? I'm pretty oh, sure because... that dude did actually die this yeah. year. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even. Really he was like a thousand dead. years old. <laughs> but I mean, I would say like any billionaire could presumably just like regenerate like fucking Wolverine. Yeah, just buy a new heart. I mean the 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 real answer is that I mean if you're talking about a cage match, there's only one person to to really consider, and it's Vincent Kennedy McMahon, the CEO of WWE, who recently became a billionaire again. <laughs> yeah, um, he has a lot of cage match experience, most famously in the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, uh, where Stone Cold threw him off the top of a cage through a table, and he sort of hit the side of the table, and it like fucked up his back real bad because he bounced instead of just going right through the table. Um, also, he's a huge racist, and he just brought uh, Hulk Hogan back to the company. But in a cage match, I think I would put my money on Vince. Yeah. Oh, yay. I mean, I feel like Vince McMahon, he's a terrifying presence, um, definitely. So, yeah, I feel like he would just scare the other contestants to death, presumably, before he even got his hands on them. Maybe that... Maybe Vince McMahon walking is what people are talking about when they talk about big dick energy. Because, like, that's, be- that's beyond confidence, just kind of like the way that he walks. I can't you know? do it. I keep trying. Oh, I've been trying for 20 years. And I can't, I can't. do it. 
Sasha Baron Cohen does it in Who is America when he's playing that guy we talked about. Right? Oh, okay. I'm- he does. He walks like his legs like are about a meter apart <laughs> and he sits down and they're each on one side of his knees align with his hips. It's quite interesting. But that is that actually, yeah, that is big dick energy. We found it. Yeah. yeah. And now we can finally stop talking about yeah. it. Can we please? I feel like we've spoken about it for about two months longer than everyone else has, it's, even I, though it only came out like last week. God, I really miss when there miss when there were like only a few memes like every year. It's so nice. Meme inflation is real. This is another question from Anonymous who asks, "What do y'all think about the push for ban on plastic straws that's been gathering momentum recently?" I haven't really been hearing enough about this but like I, I i heard a whole bunch of stuff like oh everyone's banning plastic straws and my initial thought was oh that's good because like i'd seen a lot of things about like they get stuck in the turtle's nose and it's really nasty but then i did start hearing some stuff about how like the the straws that they have are like really really shitty and that like you know a lot of it, it becomes like an accessibility issue because like a lot of people can't really drink th- certain things properly without a, a good straw so, I don't know, I, have, I haven't really landed on it, but, like, it's good that, you know, like, we're getting rid of, you know, kind of trash that's harmful, but, like, also there's consequences we haven't foreseen, like everything else. Yeah, I mean, I think the other thing is, like, because um, I'm I sort of been thinking about it, too, of this whole, you know, straw question, like, I got a coffee the other day, and even though I got it to remain in the building they still gave me a straw and i was like this is just a pointless piece of plastic i don't really need but it's like i'm very fed up with how we seem to focus a lot of like uh you know eco-friendly uh actions on the consumer instead of the fucking big companies that are poisoning the water and are doing way more harm than i can do by just having a fucking straw with my coffee yeah, that's my real issue is just like the individualization of everything. How it's like if you the way the way to save the earth is to like if you personally have a recycling bin and a trash can, then like you're then we're good. And like, of course, it is good to recycle. But it is I think there was something out that like point zero three percent of plastic trash in the ocean is is straw. And like there are like the fucking mega corporations are just like taking big fat funny dookies into the water like thousands and thousands of pounds of shit every day um but if we're mad at each other for not banning straws or for banning straws then we won't be mad at the big corporations and um also second point um donald Trump needs a straw to drink his coffee fee because he has tiny hands and he can't hold it <laughs> he does and you know we should be focusing on that he needs a straw but he also needs a straw because I mean, he sucks, you know. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, good joke. I was here the whole time. Thanks, Reed. Yeah, you I definitely really was definitely here the whole time and didn't leave to yeah. go pee. None of us have pissed in the last hour. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> you think about it. I read through is kind of like a straw. That's true. It is. You can suck out of it. Anyway, I. <laughs> hey, Linus. How was your piss? It was good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I think what I was gonna say was just that. I mean, if you, I, th- I obviously think it is important to, uh, obviously save the planet and do whatever little you can. But like a more important, I think something that gets overlooked is the whole reduce and reuse. 
right. you know, buy a metal straw or take a coffee to, if you get coffee regularly, then just bring your own mug. Metal straws scare me deeply because yeah. like, it just looks like something in there Final things- Destination that would just take your eyeball out. But that's just <laughs> me. That's just, well, okay, you can get away with it. You can use paper straws if you want. But if you if you want to do things like on your small level, on your own personal level, there are definitely things you can do. But I just think focusing everything on straws is kind of not counterproductive, but it's it's like you said, it's just a mask of yeah, it's missing what, the forest for the trees, poisoning the earth. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Anyone else need a piss <laughs> before we close off? Oh, uh, Lightbringers? No, I think... Oh, yeah, Lightbringers. Okay. I got one. Oh, Who's got one? I want to go first because uh, it's the most normie one I think anyone has ever had. My Lightbringer this week is Black Mirror. Um, I've been watching through it, and, like, I just really like it. Not every episode is good. In fact, a lot of them aren't that good. Like, a lot... Of, I think a lot of people have a very justified view of Black Mirror in that it's all, like... Ugh! Cell phones. What if your Star Trek had a real people in it, didn't it? That episode was really good. <laughs> that was the one I was gonna mention, is that I don't I'm not gonna say really anything about it because it's kinda hard to to do that without spoiling it, but they did do like one of the best like sci fi horror short things I've ever seen. And uh Jesse Plemons is in he's a phenomenal actor, so it was very good. I've really been getting into it. Um, someone needs to make, like, a list of Black Mirror episodes the way that, you know, this, people have made lists of, like, the X-Files, which is, like, here's the episodes to watch if you just want the alien story, and here's the episodes that are kind of good if there's a monster. There should be a list for that for Black Mirror. It's like, here's all the episodes that suck, and here's all the ones that are, like, San Junipero. Hey, Gump, yeah. here's all the ones where it's like, what if you could rate your friend like a website? What if there was... Oh. I gave that one so many chances, and it was just like, What no. if there was a Yelp for people? Everyone told oi, me it was oi, good. Oi, Gapna. Oi, Gapna, what if the bees didn't exist? Oi, what if we all had to move into a yellow submarine? What if the Prime Minister <laughs> fucked a pig? Oh, wait. Oh, oh truth be scary in fiction, what... then it? <laughs> oi, what if it was Christmas, but it was every day? That's that's my my favorite Fairly Odd Parents and Black Mirror episode. (laughs) That's my favorite Jimmy Timmy Power Hour crossover. Um, okay. Uh, should I go? I've got one. Please. Kind of. Okay. So, this week, my light bringer is You Must Remember This by Karina Longworth. It's a podcast, which I'm pretty sure I brought up, like, several times, Basically, it explores the forgotten histories, in her words, of Hollywood's, like, biggest players. And it sort of recently come back up again after a long hiatus. And I was just so excited to see it back in my feed. Uh, My favourite episode, so if you guys haven't heard of it and want to start... Oh, wait, I'll explain a bit about it. Yeah, so it's basically... Yeah, it's about old Hollywood. I think the latest they got up to is about the 80s. And it's all really thoroughly researched. It all, it tells like biographies and really exciting times. There's several like smaller episodes, like one shots. And then there's whole series about a certain events. So there's one about HUAC, where oh, the nice. Hollywood blacklist, 
which is really interesting and how it started, how people were affected and how it ended. You know what's fucking good uh, my f- about HUAC that's been like hitting me? Yeah. My, I mean, so much. But like growing up in post Red Scared United States, I, I realized recently that like when we were learning about like McCarthyism and shit, the, we weren't taught like, oh, this is bad because you're like, you're singling people out for like being socialists or whatever. It was, it was bad because they weren't really communists. It's, oh yeah, that definitely wild. is the slant that they take. That's always the slant. It's like, yeah. no, that he was being unreasonable because they were just like liberals. Like they weren't actually communists who would actually deserve this. Yeah. I it's mean, good to me. I think it's really good. I think with, uh, you must remember this, like she does get into sort of more specific people's like actual beliefs. I think there are people who were communists and people mm-hmm. who weren't. And it's good to be it's, one. Yeah. It is good to be a communist. There are definitely episodes about like fucking like revolutionary people. Which I've really enjoyed. I'm a big fan of like old Hollywood films, just in general. Like I used to watch them as a kid and watch them. I often get like compared to old Hollywood like actresses, which is always fun. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's nice. I think it's because I have like a beauty mark and I don't use my phone all that often. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you, so I would just say like, if you want to jump in, then just look at like any names you recognize, listen to those. My favorite series that she did was on Charles Manson. And instead of just focusing on strictly like the Manson family, it's like all these celebrities that were like around in this bubble. It really paints a picture of what like 60s California looked like. I, you know, so it goes into like Sharon Tate herself, who I think is often overlooked and obviously Rowan Polanski and like the fucking Beach Boys and I think Kenneth Anger gets an episode. Like I found out like John Waters and Divine were at one of the trials of the Manson family. Nice. It's wild. Yeah. So you find out all this really cool information to bore your friends with, but I just think it's interesting. Uh, the current one is like, I don't know if anyone's read Hollywood Babylon. Probably not. Probably not. But <laughs> probably not. But it's basically uh debunking or proving a lot of the weird old Hollywood rumors that were written in that book. So I'd say check it out if you're into just like history. Is it me? Brooks, you got go. Yeah. Um sorry for being like pedestrian on Maine. Um this is something that like a lot of people uh have probably are probably already familiar with. Um, cause I know that like some people read it for school, but I've been reading, uh, Howard Zinn's A People's History of the United States, and it's a really, really good book for unlearning all of the shit that you don't even realize that maybe you've, you've learned. Um, it takes, it would, I'm not gonna, it's, I wouldn't say it's an explicitly Marxist take, but it's, it's, it retells the story of American history, first of all, as a narrative, which is good and cool to read. It's not just like a, it's not like a textbook style. Like it reads like a narrative from like the initial genocide of the Native Americans to like the 90s. Um, and it sort of talks about it through a sort of class um, framework in terms of like actual power differentials and how, you know, the formation of the com- the country was was based upon this this group of wealthy white people who wanted to aggregate power um versus you know the 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 funny rapping founding fathers that we know and love today um so if you were if you're if you came up in the united states and you want to 
have a version of human history or the United States history that like is easy to read, but also interesting and good. And you haven't already read it in like eighth grade because I uh, didn't know about it back then. Then the people's history of the United States. You should check it out. It's good to me. I like it. Cool. cool. This is a very normie Lightbringer episode. Yeah. But that's cool. Yeah. So thank you for listening. Uh, you can find us on uh, stupid fucking anagram. We chose the stupidest <laughs> name for a book. Right, it's podsaveamerica.libsyn.com. <laughs> But you can find us at HKIPGT on Twitter, uh, HKIPGT.tumblr.com, and HKIPGTD at gmail.com. We also want to say that you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash HKIPGTD. The $1 tier gets you access to Lightbringers and post shows and other bonus content. Recently, Sarah and I recorded a Lightbringer and it was really fun. Uh, it was about Sweet Little Haven. I'm sure you guys will love it. The $5 tier gets you a special role in our Discord and a shout out. And if you donate $10 a month, then you get an even more special role in our Discord where you get to listen in on live recordings. So, we would all like to say thank you to 1-800-ARE-YOU-SLAPPING, David Bozer, Paige Messer, you know, like a funny gay, Rowan Berg, Lost and Foundation, Alex Schaup, uh, Nick Jagged, Mogu the Panda, Pepperoni and Cheese, Carrie J, The Tallest Jew, Michael Weems, Surrey Jack, Non-Binary with Left Beef, 500 Bees, Ashinu, Summergeist, Helga K, Delani Fritz, M Chambers, Kadeo Jones, Harry Tomlinson, Dijonais, Jordan Haugen, Ronan Farrow is a Thunderbirds puppet, Pregnant Seinfeld, Benjamin Kingstor Faria, Scout Shiro, Petaz, Evan, Lowe, Brett Houts, Stephanie Ruff, Oleanders, and finally, Ellen and the Anico Lalondalist. I'm not saying that right. Anyway, I want to say a personal thank you to everyone because from your donations, it's allowed me to buy a brand new mic, which is why I don't sound like I'm talking through five fans and a paper bag. So thank you to everyone. And thank you for donating. Thank you for listening. And thank you for supporting our show. Uh, you can find me personally on Tumblr. Uh, on Tumblr as Dork Phoenix. Also, I've uh, recently started a new podcast with friend of the show, Stephanie, called See Girls Make Do, where we review uh, episodes of Sex and the City. You should check it out. It's it's sweeping the Discord. It's, yeah. It's truly taking over. Mm-hmm. Are you... Which, people seem to like it. Wait, what? Which, which, yeah. one are, which one are you? Uh, Stephanie's definitely a Miranda. Okay. I said I'm a, sh- I said I'm a Carrie, but now I'm starting to feel like more of a Charlotte. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I don't think I'm quite as, cause I don't, I, I'm really starting to hate Carrie and we're only on the second episode. Mm. I think so, they, yeah, I'm a Charlotte. Yeah. I think she could have done better than Matthew Broderick, honestly. Yeah, she could have. A lot of them could have done better. <laughs> I would say, I, I'd say you guys are probably Samantha's. Mm, yeah. 
I hope Cynthia, Cynthia Nixon does better against um, Cuomo, but it's not looking good right now. No. Yeah, Cynthia Nixon's cool. She seems cool. Um, I Hey, I'm on Twitter at Brooks as a noun. Um, I have a Game of Thrones podcast, post Game of Thrones, and a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure podcast, uh, Yada Yada Boys. And we just launched a new music podcast where me and a friend of the show, um, patron saint of the, so- of the show, Eddie, um, uh, we're, we're gonna make each other listen to music that we like and talk about it. And this week we're talking about, uh, Bruce Springsteen's Born to Run. And in the future, I'm probably gonna make Eddie listen to, like, Christian Scott and stuff. I'm so, so looking uh, forward to this because I never <laughs> listen to new music, yeah. like, ever. So oh, I'm really looking forward to this podcast. Yeah, me too. Eddie, who died for our sins. Yeah. You know, thank you for Eddie. Thank Eddie for Eddie. Thank Eddie for Eddie. Um, and, uh, but yeah, it's good. It's good. We got new. We got new podcast launching. Yeah, with like a couple of us. I think Matt's coming out soon as well. We got a network. Maybe I should revive my defunct book podcast. Perhaps. Yeah, I would love to listen to a podcast about how something the book was better than the adaptation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, Linus. Apparently, we're gonna grab you for an episode of City Girls in the future. Oh, okay. Awesome. <laughs> You've already. I should been start. Requested. I should start watching Sex in the City. You don't have to start watching. We'll just let you. Know okay. Well, I'll just watch. watch the one episode. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm Linus. You can find me on Twitter at Linus Kloss. Um, that's pretty much the only social media I use. Uh. Other than Discord, and uh, I've got nothing else. I've, like I said, my podcasts are defunct. C- catch me in the, c- you know, uh, future on a guest starring on City Girls Make Do. I guess. <laughs> also, I think Brooke's been requested. I'm sorry, it was for the Mister Pissy episode. <laughs> yeah, it's got you've got to have Brooks on. <laughs> Holy fuck! What a swerve. <laughs> <laughs> that should be so, so there's I, I mentioned Mr. Mr. Pussy, Pussy and I think someone said oh so that's Brooks's episode and I was like it's yeah. gotta be it's gotta be okay. if you want to come on okay you're so more Urban Dictionary has told me that it's a man who holds a reputation for his skill in and love of eating pussy is that kind of what it is that's... on the Charlotte yes. of Sex in the City yeah. it's actually Charlotte who dates Mr. Pussy wow good for her <laughs> <laughs> god there's a lot to edit out but whatever we had fun uh, thank you for listening. This has been Henry Kissinger. Po- is Pokemon going to die? Uh, Memento Pokemori. Memento Pokemori. Mr. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave the show if you cut that out. <laughs> We like sports and we don't care who knows From shooting hoops to the Super Bowl We like sports and we don't care who knows Football, 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 tennis, hockey, golf The game is starting, everyone is here I got my snacks, my friends, and a beer Just two normal guys hanging out, having fun Right, guy number two? Yeah, guy number one E to the S to the P to the N is all I watch cause I'm the man. If my team loses, I'll be mean all night. If you tell me to relax, we'll get in a fight. Watching sports with girls is a pain. They don't know the rules. There's no time to explain. Single, double, triple, home run. For the celebration, I'll shoot my gun. I like my friend. He's a real guy's guy. He's not a loud mouth like that cunthole Steve. We like sports and we don't care who knows. From Wimbledon to the Astrodome. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Football, football, football.